0: Welcome to Disney Deciphered, a podcast helping you save money, time, and stress as you plan your Disney World vacation. On this episode, we take a look at options for non-riders. Are you waiting for some members of your party to f- ride those thrill rides that you either can't or won't ride? Well, we've got some ideas to help you keep your day magical, even while not on the thrill rides. Find old episodes of the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and anywhere you find podcasts, and really appreciate it if you leave us a positive review. Special shout out and thank you to Liz Aloha for leaving a review the other day. Connect with us at DisneyDeciphered at gmail.com, on Twitter at www.deciphered, or on our Facebook page, DisneyDeciphered. Thanks and enjoy the show. Hi, I'm Joe from As Joe Flies.
1: And I'm Leslie from Trips with Tykes.
0: And welcome back to Disney Deciphered. So, we've all been there before, Leslie. At least you and me. There's a ride that you really want to go on, but you have to abandon your spouse and your children to go ride on it. Uh, have you ever done this? You know, just kind of left your husband and kids because they were too short, while you go ride on the rides that you want to ride because you're a thrill ride junkie.
1: All the time. Although it's more often than not, my husband leaving me. But <laughs> we'll talk about that later.
0: I wish I could say the same. Actually, my wife is not as into it. Um, you know, she's she won't even ride tower tower anymore like she refuses. So what happens is, of course, while you're going to ride these rides, um, there are always people who are sitting around waiting because they don't want to go. And so on today's episode, we're going to talk about ideas for what non-riders can do while they're waiting for their insensitive family members to go ride on rides without them. How does that sound, Leslie?
1: That's right. We're going to throw them some love for once after they've been you know, stuck sitting on a on a bench somewhere at a random land in Disney World waiting for their the older siblings and the the other grown-ups
0: Exactly. And so we've talked about rider switch a few times. Like we've said, rider switch runs a little bit differently depending on what ride you're on. But even with rider switch, you are still going to have to wait around for 20 minutes to half an hour because, you know, if you take something like Flight of Passage, that whole ride experience is half an hour even if you go through the fast pass line and go straight to the end. So, you know, even if you're using those rider switches, you are going to have some time to kill.
1: Yeah, definitely. The, the rides are pretty variable though. You know, Vital Passage obviously being the longest one, but there's some other rider switches that can be accomplished much, much faster. But it's hard to know until you experience them in the crowds of the day. Leslie, let
0: me ask you this. Do you prefer to like kind of split up when your family splits up for doing stuff like this? Do you prefer to do, say, one ride at a time or... And split up for only like an hour or do you prefer to like kind of spend an extended period where there's like a couple of hours where like uh, the family split and one half is riding, you know, surreal rides and one half is just chilling out? What, what what do you prefer to do?
1: These days we usually only split up on a ride by ride basis. When my son was younger and needed naps, we would do much more like split up for a couple of hours. Like one of us sometimes would take him home to the hotel for a nap and the other one, we get to ride rides with the big sister. But now that they're both bigger, it's um, much more likely that we'll just, you know, say, see you in half hour and peel off and then meet back up.
0: Yeah. We're the same. I think if we're going to tour for like an extended time, or if I'm going to tour for an extended time without my family, usually I would send them back to the hotel Or something like that. So, you know, usually it's going to be ride by ride or maybe two rides at once for like an hour or so. So that's what we like to do.
1: So let's talk about things for these poor non-riding people to do so that they don't get shafted on their Disney World vacation.
0: All right. So the first thing I'll say is, you know, you can just eat. There's so many different things to eat in Disney parks. Um, And, you know, I think this is a time where you might go get an extra Dole Whip um, while your partner is off galivanting and riding on rides that you don't want to ride whether that be you know you can get that at Animal Kingdom uh you can get that at Magic Kingdom and you are at Epcot during one of their festivals usually you can get it at Epcot as well um you don't only have to get Dole Whip of course but I think this is always a great time to eat um usually the people who are going off to go on the rides are the ones who are a little bit crazier about touring at Disney World so this is a time to eat take a seat relax and just kind of enjoy the ambiance of the parks while filling up your stomach.
1: That's right. And sometimes some of these, you know, food items that come out are really hot. And sometimes there's a little bit of a line for certain things that are that are brand new. So it's a good chance to maybe wait in that line and and, uh, grab something for everybody in your family. We definitely sometimes will bring back something to eat for my husband and my daughter if they're off riding a thrill ride. Occasionally we'll throw them a bone.
0: Yeah, just seems so unfair. So unfair.
1: Totally. They get the ride and the, you know, like special edition churro. Totally unfair.
0: Yeah, indeed. And don't forget, like, to check if a place has mobile order. I still hear reports every day about how lines for various quick service restaurants are out the door and then people just walk in with mobile orders and just pick it up um, without waiting at all. You can't use Disney gift cards or AP discounts or anything like that, but to me the 10% is well worth not waiting in line.
1: Definitely, especially if it's just a small item that's not going to cost very much money, you're you know going to save pennies.
0: But if you do want to spend some money, um, what else can you do while you're waiting for you know these riders to go have their thrills?
1: Yes, so shopping, of course, shop till you drop. Um, that is always a problem <laughs> for many Disney visitors, myself included. Although my house is kind of swimming with Disney stuff, so I'm I'm really much more. Uh, focused on cutting back these days, but yeah, the merchandise just is better and better with each passing year. Um, I was just at Disneyland actually myself last week, and went into the stores and was like, "Oh my gosh, I got to buy all of this." So you know, same same goes for Disney World. But uh, if you can if you can resist, just maybe set your budget in advance so that your partner doesn't come back and find that you suddenly spent a couple hundred dollars on uh, Mickey sweatshirts.
0: They should have thought of that before they ditched you.
1: Right. Payback. Yes.
0: And then I would also say, I think it's a good time, especially if you have younger kids that are hanging out with you, like they like to look at what's in the store in the stores. And so, you know, you can kind of just wander around and uh, kill time that way. I too have been severely cutting down on my Disney merch, uh, you know, you can call it the Marie Kondo effect if you'd like, but I still really enjoy walking through the stores and seeing what there is. And Honestly, if you are kind of touring hard, you don't have the time to check out the merchandise and walk through the stores, which is a good thing for your wallet, I guess. But if you're not riding all those rides, uh, that's a great way to kill the time.
1: True. I I definitely have spent much time in the store right outside of Flight of Passage waiting for my husband and daughter to be done. We tried out every Banshee there was and every, you know, bioluminescent uh, drumming musical Toy? I don't even know. We, we, we spent a lot of time there. Probably have spent like a good two hours there when you consider how many times we've ridden Flight of Passage.
0: Yeah, that's a great store. And that's a super unique store as well um, with, you know, stuff that you're not going to see anywhere else. Definitely. All right. So if you're trying not to spend money, which is an excellent idea, you can, if you're in the Magic Kingdom or if you're in Epcot, there are two, I guess you could call them games or scavenger hunts, I guess they're more interactive scavenger hunts. So in the Magic Kingdom, there is a attraction, I guess, called Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom. And then in Epcot, there's something similar called Agent P's World Showcase Adventure. Um, So for Agent P, you will see kind of a big booth that says Agent P's World Showcase Adventure as you're walking from Future World to World Showcase. And for Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom, you will find that at the Firehouse at Main Street. And so what you're going to do is you're going to go to this thing. You will receive a map and a pack of cards to play with. And then you'll be given kind of like a mission. And according to your map and according to the cards, you are going to wander around the park, uh, explore the parks, looking to, you know, use these cards and they kind of interact at different locations. Um, I don't, I've never done this at Disney world, but we, there was something very similar on Disney cruise line. Um, And it's kind of like this tech where you kind of hold up a card, which has a um, QR code on it. And then you kind of see things happen uh, as it interacts. Um, And so this is a lot of fun for uh, younger kids older kids too uh, but you know people who are not kind of trying to go on the thrill rides this is a way to tour and adventure through the parks um, without going on the rides and you actually get to see uh, areas of the park that you might not have wandered to anyway so it's a great way to kill some time and it's a lot of fun too for lots of people have you ever done one of these
1: i've never done it i've certainly seen people playing it and uh i'm too much of a ride junkie to spend that much time like going you know and actually like stopping to smell the roses and do other things but yeah I know it's super intriguing to me and um, the people I know who've done it uh, are, are rave about it so that might be might be a lot of fun for for families who are not maybe quite as right obsessed as, as we are
0: you can also get kind of like collectible cards at sources of the magic kingdom and so some kids are really into that for the most part you are using your smartphone now to do these things um, especially at agent p so you know bear that in mind but it's just a it's just a nice way to kind of wander through the park
1: So sort of in the same vein, um, there's also the Play Disney Parks app, which there are a lot of features that people who are in line for rides can unlock. But there are also features for the Disney Parks app, trivia and interactive games that are available for people who are not in queues. So I'd say open the Play Disney Parks app and try to see what's available to you. I, I certainly haven't spent enough time on it myself because I'm always running from ride to ride or if I am on an app. It's on the uh, Disneyland app trying to refresh and get Fast Passes. But if you have time to kill, there's there's a lot there. And there's a lot more at Disney World than there is in Disneyland for non-riders. So Orlando folks um, definitely have an advantage here.
0: Yeah, I would say that I'm still waiting for them to kind of flesh out the Play Disney Parks app a little bit more. Like I was in Toy Story Land and there's kind of only one game. Um, and it, I think it was related to toy story mania and it's a little weird because it says you have to they're like confirm that you're in line before you start playing you know you can confirm that without actually it's not like geolocated, but you know understand that i i think that they set up this play disney parks app because i'm hoping they're going to have a a lot of stuff to do um at the new star wars galaxy edge so we'll see but it is a good way to kill some time kind of like every minute counts um when you got kids who are just waiting around
1: Definitely. And I have definitely heard the rumors that the Star Wars Galaxy's Edge version is going to be much more interactive. So stay tuned for for that in the next couple of months.
0: So one thing that I love to do that, uh, you know, I know you're not as into, Leslie, is to just stop and watch a parade or watch a show. So there are parades. There's the Move It, Shake It, Mouse Dance It party. There's Mickey's Royal Friendship Fair. These are all at Magic Kingdom, you know. A lot of kids and adults um, just enjoy watching these shows, watching your favorite characters interact with other characters that they normally wouldn't interact with. And to be frank, um, you know these things exist to pull people away from the rides. So if you're not going to be on the rides, it's great to go look at them. If you're not in the Magic Kingdom, there are still a lot of different things that you can see in Hollywood Studios. You can look at the March of the First Order, which is a bunch of stormtroopers walking around and seeming scary. Um, they have a Star Wars show as well. Epcot has lots of street atmosphere, even though they've cut it down a little bit. Like if you're walking by Italy in the World Showcase, um, you can see like a juggling guy um, holding like plates up in the air. You know, there's various entertainment that happens. There's the kind of concert place by the American Pavilion where you can watch concerts. So there's just like a lot of stuff to do. Uh, Animal Kingdom has that band that's right outside of Africa that always, the right by right by the Dole Whip stand and they play a lot of great music. So, you know, it's a great thing to do and a great way to kill time. So, you know, I would say just enjoy the entertainment that Disney parks have to offer. Um, You could even go to a show like festival of the lion King or country bear jamboree, that oldie, but goodie, depending on uh, your opinion of it. Um, You know, this is a way that you can enjoy the magic of Walt Disney world, but without like riding thrill rides.
1: Do not even begin to malign country bear jambery jam. I love heresy. I love it too. Yeah, I have great memories of that as a child. That was one of my favorite things. These
0: millennials, I tell you. Just kidding. We love you all.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they have to for everything to be like bright and shiny and new. This is old school. So yeah, it is old
0: (laughs) and uh, but in like a in a charming way.
1: My kids loved it. We actually went on our last trip, and they had never seen it before. And huge hit. I mean, maybe just given their younger ages, um, but so Gen Z apparently likes it.
0: Yeah, and there's a there's never a line there, so you know you don't have to worry about that. What else you got?
1: Uh, so let's also talk characters. I mean, that's the ov- one of the most obvious things to do. There are character meet and greets out the wazoo at Disney world and every park and at different times and different locations. So that's a really easy thing to do. I mean, occasionally of course the most popular characters will have super long lines, but chances are good that you can find one where you can go kill, you know, 20 minutes here and there, and maybe even hit a couple of, of different, of different sets of characters. We spent a lot of time, um, at Donald's dino bash, uh, the various character meet and greets and, in uh, Animal Kingdom, the last time I was at Disney World with my kids, you've got some obscure ones there like Scrooge McDuck and Launchpad Pad McQuack. And, and that was a huge hit with my kids. And, and, you know, it's not so super far from from Flight of Passage that you can't pop over there a few if especially given the, the weight for Flight of Passage. But, yeah, there are a lot of a lot of characters in, in Animal Kingdom even closer to that as well.
0: Yep. That's a great idea and something that you know I definitely recommend as well. And you know that my kids really love the character, so we'll probably be doing that. You know, regardless of whether anyone's waiting in line for thrill rides
1: or not. True. Then you have the sibling problem of you know one kid has gotten to see the obscure character and get the autograph, and the other one hasn't. So tread carefully here, guys. Fair
0: does not mean the same, kids. Fair does not mean the same. So the last thing that I would suggest, and this is for if you have you know smaller kids, is there are various playgrounds that either are kind of permanent or will pop up at the Disney parks. Um, you know, so at magic kingdom, like a great thing to do is if you just queue into Dumbo, the flying elephant, but don't go ride the ride, there's that interactive play area inside there. Um, and so, you know, your kid can have a lot of fun, um, at a playground. Um, and that's inside too. So if you're there in the summer or something like that, you're not dealing with the heat, uh, at Epcot, Whenever there's like flower and garden or food and wine, they always have these like kind of pop-up temporary play structures, which is a great way to kill some time um, for the kids. I think there's also a toddler play area inside the seas with Nemo and friends. Um, and so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like, I think there's, I I think if I recall the it's like the sharks, uh, it's like the shipwreck that the sharks are swimming through. And so you can run around um, and play in that. Hollywood Studios, unfortunately that Honey, I Shrunk the Kid's Movie set thing is uh, long gone, so you're not going to have any playgrounds there. But Animal Kingdom has the Boneyard, which uh, is a lot of fun. That's kind of um, outside of Dinoland. And, you know, there's just a lot of slides and various things for kids to play and interact with. So, you know, the kids can kill a lot of time there while they're uh, not riding, especially the younger kids who may not be tall enough to ride, even if they want to.
1: A lot of good ideas there. So I think I think we've covered everything that we want to cover here. So why don't we take it out with a Disney do or don't?
0: All right, so what I'll say is, although this advice is mainly for non-riders, I would say don't ignore these things if you are going to the Disney parks. Yes, you, Leslie, and me are ride junkies, and we want to ride all the rides. But really doing these kinds of things, especially if you've been multiple times, is going to round out your experience and will also allow you to enjoy the Disney parks in a different way. And, you know, it may not be better uh, or worse. You know, it's just different. I think the other thing that I would say is you kind of never know what your kids are going to latch onto and what your kids are going to enjoy. Um, And so I'll use a friend of mine as an example. He was saying that uh, his son was holding on for dear life on Buzz Lightyear's space ranger spin because he was just terrified, but he loved agent peas and um, pin trading and other things like that, which is, you know, stuff that I would never really consider doing if I was at the parks. Um, And so, you know, make sure you're open to all these opportunities because your kids might love them. And, you know, that might be the things that your kids remember and love the most. That would be my Disney don't.
1: That's great advice. Don't just put your kids on that forced march of happiness that, you know, is your <laughs> own agenda. <laughs> we've done that. We've done that, but we're, you know, we're living and learning and we're sharing our expertise um, after many trips, right?
0: Yeah. So we're trying to grow as Disney guests and as parents at the same time.
1: That's right. That's right. You can pick up parenting advice here too. Not just Disney advice. Indeed.
0: But, uh, you know uh, if everything goes wrong please don't blame us all right so if you have uh <laughs> ideas for non-riders what you like to do while you're waiting for people in your party who are going on rides things that we missed in the parks that you can do if you're not riding rides please let us know you can email us disney deciphered at gmail.com connect with us on twitter at WDWDeciphered or on our facebook page disney deciphered other than that thanks so much leslie and i will see you at the sorcerers of the magic kingdom
1: thanks joe